I recently stayed at the Broadmoor in Colorado and was deeply impressed by the culture of service and hospitality I experienced. I had multiple people tell me that I needed to talk with Ann Alba, vice president and resident manager, and in this episode, you'll hear our wide-ranging conversation from her career journey to mentorship to building on legacy to thinking about change and resilience. If you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you'll know I usually focus our episodes on one topic, but I came away from my conversation with Anne impressed about how all of these elements tie together. So I hope you'll listen and be inspired by the vision she outlines of what excellence in hospitality leadership can look like. Hospitality. 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 Hospitality brings people together. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. I was raised in a bar back home, and I don't tell that to too many people, but I understand there's a mere, I don't know, 300,000 listening. So I was raised in a bar since the age of two. My father built a bar. My middle brother still runs it 58 years later. And so hospitality serving, and I think that's a great word, is really part of my inner being. It's everything that I know. So when I came to the Broadmoor, I was hired over a cup of coffee in the West Banquet Kitchen. I was hired as a banquet server. I had met a golf club member here who really probably changed my life for the fact that I had the destiny of being in this business in mind, but I never dreamed that I would be at a place that was a kingdom such as the Broadmoor. I really, to this day, am so proud that I was hired over that cup of coffee. So when I got to the Broadmoor, I had really the same feelings. I hate to sound Pollyanna, but I have the same feelings as I have today. I was just amazed to be a part of something so special. There's presidents who have walked through this door, celebrities. There's people who have just planned a lifetime to be here, which is equally as important. So when I was hired as a banquet server, I knew that I wanted to be here for a very long time. My mentors were here 35 years, 40 years, 45 years. And so my role here at the Broadmoor is really just as it was as a banquet server. Resident manager is now the honor of serving at the executive level. So I have a team of anywhere from 1,800 team members to a couple thousand, depending on season and where we're at. But to me, it is the greatest, greatest role in the world. Resident manager is a very old school title. My job is just to take care of those from start to finish, literally. I am probably the one to focus on arrival, departure the most, but all in between. I was food and beverage bound, having been raised in the bar. I ran the bar upstairs, the hotel bar. I was also in restaurants. I was the night manager with many stories to tell. And I've been in the seat of resident manager for 24 years. And it's the role of just serving, serving everyone who walks through our door. That's incredible. And you mentioned your mentors were working at the Broadmoor for 35, 40, 45 years. You've spent 30 years of your career there. This really stands out in the hospitality industry. So many people I talk with struggle to keep 
team members around for three months, six months, and both you and so many at the Broadmoor have built really long careers. What is it about the Broadmoor that makes you attracted to show up year after year and invest in building the legacy that it is? Well, Josiah, I think it's so much a part of me after 37 years. I really wouldn't know what to do without the Broadmoor. My mentors passed the baton on to me, and I think they really, really did pass the baton on as far as what it meant to be a part of very old, historic, traditional hotel. And so I felt a huge responsibility working for those who are really great heroes within our industry, the Bill Robbs, the Bill Tuts, the Hibble family, the El Pomar Foundation. I could go on and on. Steve Bartolin, Jack Demoli. You hold a great responsibility learning from the masters, but then you hope to aspire to everything that they've taught you and be able to teach the next generation that comes up. So working at the Broadmoor has become more of a lifestyle for me versus just a job. Even from day one, it was never just a job. I felt so proud to be a part of something big. And as the longest running Five Star Five Diamond, it's words. And we use that a lot. And we're so proud of that. But really, I think we live it. And so we're Broadmoor outside of the Broadmoor as well. Do you recall earlier in your career, what made you so proud to work there and got that sense of history? I'm curious about this because it seemed like that immediately grabbed you and made you engaged. You mentioned kind of a cup of coffee early. What were some of those early moments that made you so engaged in the Broadmoor? The person I was interviewing with, Joe Spears, he was such a character. And within our conversation, he had mentioned Pioneer Club and some of the long tenure that had been here at the Broadmoor. And I know it sounds like, no, you really weren't thinking that, but I thought 25 years, I always thought I wanted to make it to that because every person I met, and listen, I started that night and at my first banquet, we do things a little different now. <laughs> we, we have a little orientation, we have a little more training, but back in the day, I got my uniform, I uh, started banquets that night, and the people I was working around, literally 25, 26, 27. So Pioneer Club, I'd heard about that, and that's where an employee hits that milestone. And literally within the first day, I'm thinking, my goodness, what a great goal to have that as. I never dreamed I'd be resident manager. I would have been quite content doing anything in between. I've never left one position here that I wasn't extremely happy doing. The people I work with, Josiah, when I think back on my career, I've been surrounded by the best of the best. And then the people I've served. I mean, what other industry can you be in where you are serving dignitaries. You're watching celebrities walk through the door and it's not something you consider common practice, but it's not uncommon. Being a difference in people's lives, really watching generational families where I've served their younger ones and now I'm getting invited to their weddings. I say I'm always honored by that, but it sure reminds me of how old I'm getting. <laughs> I watch little ones grow up and then now I'm watching their adulthood. I find history and legacy so compelling, though, because I feel in a world where everybody tries to find the latest hot, shiny thing, there's something compelling about the staying power of building a legacy over time. You mentioned how you felt earlier in your career. Now you're overseeing teams of thousands of people to deliver this sort of experience a guest has at the Broadmoor. You also touched on the orientation process. I guess my question for you is, 
how do you communicate and instill the sense of history, the sense of place, the legacy, the baton passing, if you will, to new team members and help them understand what you have at the Broadmoor? What a great topic, because take it back to when I was hired, you almost knew that you were going to stay put in a job. The world was a much smaller place. It was before social media. It was before the world really became such an immediate informational opportunities. Hospitality industry, you could serve anywhere throughout the world nowadays. And really, I think 37 years ago, you are proud to be a part of a place and that just becomes your career. You talk to people in corporate world while you're waiting for the gold watch. But now I look at the up and comers and it is not uncommon just to have so many opportunities where people are knocking on their doors. And what I had to remind myself of is it's not a bad thing that people have opportunities now. They have so many different jobs and career paths that really combine into one great life. And if you reverse it, when you used to look at that, you'd think, oh, that's job hunting and they're hopping from place to place. And where's the loyalty? So I think loyalty has to be earned and respect has to be earned. And that goes both ways. We have to have a certain respect for our environment, our hotel, what we're representing. And then we have to, in turn, show it to the team members that they have joined a family. And family is all of that. It is positive. It is trying at times. It is through good times and bad times. And I think if I could speak to the up and comers, I would just say, hang through the tough times, because when you're surrounded by people who at the end of the day say, man, we did it. And you look behind the magic curtain and you know it's chaos and it was a tough day. And then all of a sudden you look at the faces of those that you've taken care of and you see what you've created throughout the day, the week, the months, the years. It's all worth it. But you have to be ready to work hard. We as leaders have to be ready to understand that opportunities are out there and a lot more opportunities and try to give our family members here a reason to stay. And that I think is most important, Josiah, when times are tough. Can they walk through your door and actually count on you as a leader to help them? Can you support them during difficult times? And then you have to be also the coach that delivers some of the tough messages as well. And is the team still going to love you when you've had to deliver the, we can do this in a cut and dry way. So, yeah. So it's really important to have that outlook as a hospitality leader. I think just to illustrate with a specific kind of area where I know you make investments is into the storytelling of the history. I'll link in the show notes of this episode where our listeners can hear my conversation with Cindy talking all about the history. It seems like such a core part of what you do. But just to this notion of building a career, I think this is where you have a really interesting advantage at the Broadmoor because there's so many outlets, there's so many components to the business, you could spend your whole career there and almost have all these mini careers because you could work across different functions. Is that something that you think about in terms of developing the talent of your team and helping them be exposed to all the facets of amazing kind of complex organization that Broadmoor is? Always. The Broadmoor is really a city under one roof. I always think of the service side. Service is paramount. It's just fundamental, whether you're behind the scenes in your heart of house and you're never going to directly serve a guest, you're indirectly serving a guest. When you look at all the facets that we have, laundry and dry cleaning and housekeeping and accounting and human resources and training and Broadmoor University, 
really as leaders, we're city council, we're mayor, we're, we're the leaders within a true city. And here there is that opportunity to start as in my career, a banquet server and, and then be so proud to end up in the executive office. But also, we have people that join the team now straight from hospitality school and knowing that they want to be on the front lines and they love it and in the thick of things and perhaps become a star in accounting. I think things change in people's lives and we would much rather, as with any resort, hotel, motel, any hospitality establishment, keep your team members with you. And so to be ready for change, whether that's advancement or lateral or flipping over to a different skill set to remind the team that it's all here. Because again, if someone's knocking and offering something else somewhere else, you want to say, how about this? And I really mean it, Josiah. It is a city. There's no two ways about it, from a garage to transportation and all in between. It's really phenomenal to experience as a guest all the components of that. You touched on the importance of being ready for change on a personal level, a personal career level. You are overseeing so many aspects of the operations. And I'm curious for you, I guess my last question for you is kind of open-ended, but I'm curious what you're thinking about these days or excited by or proud of as you think about the different aspects of the business that you oversee. What's on your mind as you think about your work today? It's funny because I think, and I don't even like to focus on making it through a pandemic and making it through the past. I, we can't change the past. We can change the future. And I think what's on my mind or what the hot topic is with hospitality, it almost became a word that was not a positive word when it came to hotels and being in the business and how hard we all work. And at the end of the day, it just made me more and more proud of who we are as an industry because of what people give. And especially at the Broadmoor, we have so much dedication. When I talk about generational employees, it's true. And they have family members here because not only are they proud, but they feel at home. But also, when you think of how the business is viewed nowadays, you also want to remind people we're very, very resilient People ask a lot, well, don't you think everything's changed post-COVID and our whole industry has changed? And if we allow our mindset to change, certainly it will for the negative. And I think when you look at the Broadmoor, we opened our doors during a 1918 Spanish flu during a pandemic. Our founder did it without looking backwards. We've survived prohibition, for goodness sakes, 14 years of that. And our business is a big deal. We've survived wars and So when you look at what we do and who we serve and what the Broadmoor stands for, it really, really is resiliency. So when I think about what the future looks like, how the next person who sits in my seat, what that is, we have to be willing to change, but we also have to hold on to everything that's good. Change isn't just to say we've moved forward. We also have to protect who we are as a legacy hotel and It would just be odd to have some components that didn't fit into the Broadmoor. So as we move forward, I think my job will be to move forward with not only the aspects of what does our new teams, what do they expect? What does our new generations of guests expect? The technology and everything else that we must move forward with, but also how we protect really who we are with integrity and what the Broadmoor has always stood for. So 
you think about one day of not being here, what are you going to leave behind? And how do you leave a little bit, your best part, hopefully, behind so people can look back and know that you did what you did because you believed in what you were doing and you did what you did as far as how you touched people's lives for the greater good. And it's a long, long lot of words just to say there's not a day that I've been in this business that I've ever regretted it. And I get very protective of how hard this team works to protect everything about hospitality and display it every day. And at the end of the day, I guess when I'm thinking of tomorrow, I want to make sure that everybody that we have here knows that we're part of something that hopefully will last another 105 years and they're at the best of the best. And thank you so much for sharing that. I feel inspired and I really appreciate you taking the time to share your thoughts with us. Thank you. It's been my honor. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 